you know? And one of the things that the Lord has been telling me is like, like his sovereignty is his move after the sin. His sovereignty is his move in the mess. It's him moving in the mess that is naturally impossible for us to clean. The Bible says that that the earth was uh, was dark and, and 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 void and without form, and the Holy Spirit was moving. It, the Holy Spirit was hovering, right over it. The whole hovering, right? I believe mean, this is upon the waters, or just hovering upon the upon the deep. So it's like when that's his sovereignty. When 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 we're our life is without order and things are without order and chaotic, the Holy Spirit is still moving, right? For those that are called, right? For those that, that are crying out to him. Why? Because God knows what to do with the mess, but God can't move where we don't want him to. You know? The mess is not the problem. The God resists the proud but gives grace to them, gives grace to the mercy, you know, gives mercy to the humble. He, he resists those that resist him. But he can't resist those that cry out to him, you know. And so, like, God has been just showing me, like, his sovereignty, you know, like, first of all, sovereign means complete rule. It means the final authority. It means the final word, the last, the ultimate say, right? The ability to override all of the decisions. This is why the Bible says the ways of the man, the plans of men are many, but the, the word of the Lord is final. You know, so, like, like that's it, like his sovereignty is, 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 is him, you know, working, not only having the final word, but him working the final word in the midst of what contradict of what looks like it contradicts it. You know what I'm saying? Like God sees the final word and that's what he's working in the midst of whatever we're going through. You know, God is sovereign. God is, um, you know, like he's, he's able to, to. You know, he's moving through what we're not even seeing. You know, he's, he's, and so this is like the secret, the secret to complete trust is understanding the sovereignty. Because if you only think according to uh, his perfect will, then the enemy's going to come to you and say, well, you failed in this. You didn't, you didn't give the exact amount he told you to give. You didn't give it the time he told you to give. You gave it late. You did this. The enemy will manipulate you and discourage you and rob you. Right? The enemy will he'll, he'll rob you through discouragement. And also, it's the, the thing that baffles Satan is God's sovereignty. Because Satan can't look into God's sovereignty. Hello? Satan knows God's word. He doesn't know his sovereignty. Are you guys hearing what I'm saying? Like, he can't go into the... This is why the Bible says... Those that are chosen, right, are predestined um, uh, before the foundations of the earth according to the counsel of his will, right, according to the counsel of his will, right? So this is in the beginning of, of, of Galatians, according to the counsel of his will. So the counsel of his will is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? This is why when, when Adam and Eve sinned, God said they will, they, they will be like us. They will be like us. They will know evil. You know, us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, which is a council, right? So, you know, the conversations between them, Satan can't know them. This is why the Bible says, who can know the mind of Christ, right? Who can know, right? Who can know it? 
But it says, but he has given us a spirit. So he's given us access to be able to know his thoughts. So these are the things that baffle Satan. <laughs> knowledge doesn't baffle Satan. Right? This is why uh, a Satan will tempt us with knowledge. Knowledge puffs up. Right? But, but the, the, like you guys, you know, you've heard me say this, like when the Bible says, we are either broken on the rock or crushed under the rock. And what does that mean? Either you take his judgments to heart, to the place of wailing repentance, and so he doesn't judge you. Hello, he doesn't judge you. I don't know if you, you know when God doesn't judge us is when we have taken our judgments. We've allowed him to pierce our heart with his judgments. That's when he doesn't, when there's no judgment. When the Bible says, against such there is no law. What does that mean? Against such there is no law. Meaning that there's no law that can, that, can, that can be used against you because you have pierced yourself with it. Right? They're against such there is no law. Do you understand? Right? Wherever the way right? it says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, joy, self-control, goodness, kindness, faithfulness. Against such there is no law. Which, which means that you are fulfilling the law. Right? Which is what? Right? You, if you love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. If you love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. In other, word, in other words, if you allow his judgments to, to burn the ugliness out of you when, you, when you allow it to go inside of you and become part of your thinking, which is a lifestyle of repentance, then judgment doesn't have to happen outside of you, right? And then God will work through you. And this is, again, this is like the secret to, to, to like unusual supernatural things that we don't understand and unusual moves of God that there's no explanation for sometimes. Or like, you know, and this is why you've heard it said, like when, when people are intimate with God, they carry the mystery of God. Because you, 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 you're, you're allowing, and you're allowing the truth to, to, to examine you. And when it examines you, it's not gonna approve of certain things in you. And when it doesn't approve of certain things in you, and you love that process, then, then, then <laughs> this is why he says he's given them the power to become sons of God, right? To such who call it in, he has given us power to become sons of God. Why become? Jesus died on the cross, aren't you a son? Yes, but to God, a son means reflection. A son means you look like the father. This is why he told the Pharisees, you are like your father, the devil. God doesn't understand son and children the way we understand it. To him, a son is a reflection of, an heir of, an extension of, right? This is why he says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? Like, in other words, like, like, like they are an extension of Abraham, right? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you know? Like, so, you know, God sees a son, so he's given us the power to become like him, right? right? Which would mean we would reflect him. All of creation is yearning for the appearance of the sons of God. They're yearning for pure people that will, that, will, that will be like him. Not people that just proclaim his name, but people that will be like him, right? And so, God in his, in his, in his, in his, in his, in his, God in his sovereignty, right? This is what the Bible says, the good work he started in us, he is faithful to finish to the day of Christ Jesus. Because in his sovereignty, he's working through things that we think are unworkable, Right? So that he could, he, could, he could burn Christ in us, right? But the thing is that this is not going to happen without death to self, 
right? This cannot happen without death to self, right? And so, like, this is why the Bible says, deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow after me. Because if, if, if you don't, if you're not denying yourself, you're not, you're not following him. You know what I mean? You're wanting him to follow you. You know, you're not, there's no way to follow after God if you don't let go of, 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 of what it is that you want for yourself. And then, you know, we know that we know the, 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 the contradiction and the irony that, you know, whatever you don't die to is actually causing you to die to life. You're actually, when you don't, when you don't want to die to your will, you're actually dying to life. You're actually dying to true life, right? You're dying to like, like what you are, you're, you're actually meant for. You know, you're dying to your destiny, right? The Bible, the Bible says, he who sins loves death, right? And he who sins wrongs his own soul because you're not, you're, 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 you're coming into agreement with, you know, being, you're being robbed of your destiny. And this is why we need God's sovereignty. And this is why he's sovereign. And this is why we can trust him because, because it isn't just like you didn't do this right, so it's over. And that's what the enemy, that's what the enemy feeds on. This is why he accuses us according to knowledge, but never, never understands God's sovereignty. This is why he accused Job, but God outsmarted. You get my point? Because he accused Job according to knowledge, but God was allowing things according to sovereignty. So there's things that may not look like what God originally spoke to us, or there, 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 there are things that may not feel like what God spoke to us or what God showed us, but God is sovereign, and he's trying to let us know that he's faithful to be able to mold Christ in us and move where there's no form or order, right? And then, and then the Holy Spirit is just waiting for God's word to make something manifest, Right? He's just waiting on, on God's word. So, but the thing is, one of the things that like, like, you know, the Lord has been speaking to me about, and, and I know that it's because I, I believe, you know, the Lord is, like wants me to go to greater levels of this. And I think that this is something that we all need to go to greater levels uh, 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 to. And I even think, I even think, man, that, that God is, is, is bringing us to greater blessings. And, and can I be honest, like the more blessed you are, the harder it is to die. You know what I mean? The more blessed you are, the harder it is to die to yourself. But dying to yourself, you know, dying to the dying to the level you're at is the ability to multiply the level you're at. Right? You're not going to be able to. This is why either Abraham was willing to die to Isaac and become father of many nations, or all he would have is Isaac. You know, so like the ability to to die to what. What what now? Here's the question: Can you, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna going a little bit ahead of myself. Here's the question: Can you, um, when you die to yourself, can you still desire? Can you still desire what you're supposed to die to? Right? Can you desire what you're supposed to die to? And the answer is yes. In fact, if you don't desire it then you don't have to die to it. Right? So I'm going to explain. Right? <laughs> I'm going to explain. Can you desire what you're supposed to die to? Yeah. But what that means is that you can, you can live with it or without it. You can let it go. 
but if you were to get it tomorrow, it will it would blow your mind. But you're able to say no to it. What is what is what does that mean? That means that it doesn't control your feeling. It doesn't control your state of mind. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't govern you. Right? And this is why right now we have, because we don't understand death to self, which is so important, which I think God is going to have me expound upon. This is why we have a church that professes Jesus, but is governed by emotions. You know, a, 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 a church that, uh, that, that wants to defend he or she that makes them feel good, which the Bible prophesied that in the last days, you know, uh, they will heap up for themselves teachers that, that, that teach them what their itchy ears want to hear, you know, and, and boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because, you know, the, 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 there's, less, there's less love because why is there less love? Because we're more technology. There's more ability for self-gratification. And, 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 and God cannot fill someone that isn't, that isn't empty. And the truth is people are more full of distraction and more full of things than they've ever been in the history of the world. Because in the history of the world, never has the world been at your fingertips. In the history of the world, you know? So then we have, so the truth is, the truth is, in a sense, we're more rich. And what does the Bible say? It is harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom than for a camel to go to the eye of the needle. We are more rich. We are more wealthy. We have more options than, 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 than we had before. So we're so self-gratified that we don't know how to be empty. And we even think being dead to ourselves is a negotiation with God. When it isn't a negotiation, because that, that would be you being alive to your will and, and, and coming into some kind of agreement so that God can give you a blessing. But, but the thing is that God, that's why he says, present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, for this is your acceptable service. Which, what is a sacrifice? A sacrifice is something that is killed. So, you know, present yourself as a holy sacrifice, which you guys have heard me say this because we are the only sacrifice that ever existed that can die and remain alive, right? So he's saying as a living sacrifice, right? In other, in other words, your job is to die to your will, you know, and you're supposed to do it daily because if you don't do it daily, you know, then I, didn't, I can't move through you. I can't, I can't, I can't mold you. I have to, I have to work around you, you know what I mean? Because, because you're not, I'm not, God, right, his fire falls on sacrifice and it's his fire that molds, right? Like a blacksmith, uh, uh, even a jeweler uses uh, high levels of, of heat to be able to mold metal or to be able to mold. So to be able to mold you, right? You need to be, present yourself as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God, which I even believe that's one of the reasons that sometimes when, when you go early in the morning, the presence of God is, is, is manifest so quickly because in a sense, your flesh hasn't woken up yet. In a sense, your flesh hasn't been gratified. So since your flesh hasn't been gratified, your spirit is more alert to be gratified. You know, so then what happens is when you present yourself as a living sacrifice, then God is able to speak to you more clearly. God is able to, to move through you. He's able to, 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 to you know, drop his fire and, and, and mold us, but when we are alive to ourselves, when, when we wake up and, and, and we're dealing with complaints and we're dealing with stress and we're dealing with anxieties and, 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 and we're running to those things to resolve them, a lot of times God can't move. And, when we, and then that's why when we do that, when we, after all of that, we go to spend time with God, we're distracted. We don't know, we can't, we can't pray. We're, we're filled with all these thoughts, you know what I mean? Because we've been alive to ourselves. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you've been in open sin. It just means you haven't been in direct obedience. 
You know, because you, you haven't died to yourself. You haven't presented yourself as a living sacrifice. So yeah, the thing is that God doesn't, he wants us to die to ourselves so that he can live through us, so that he governs us. And so the things that we desire don't, don't govern us. I mean, think about it. A lot of us are older, you know, where we, we've matured, but <clears throat> when you were young, the things that made you sad were the things you couldn't have. Whatever you couldn't, I mean, me, I mean, I'm talking about myself, right? Because I'm talking about the things that depressed you, right, is what you couldn't have. Maybe when we were younger, maybe middle school, high school, you know, I mean, and obviously into your 20s too, you know, like, like some people, if they don't get saved their whole life, you know, like the, the girl you couldn't have, the guy you couldn't have, the, 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 you know, the kicks you couldn't have, the, you know, I don't know, whatever. Those are the things that sadden us, right? The popularity you couldn't have. You guys relate? No? But see, so the thing is that those are things that have a certain amount of control of our vision. Those things controlled our vision, which is really ambition, right? They, they controlled our aspirations. They controlled our appetite. They controlled where we wanted to go, what we wanted, right? And so this is why God is saying, you can't follow me unless you die to yourself because you're going to want to use me to be able to fulfill the things that you think that you need for yourself and you're not going to understand what it is that I have for you. You know, if you don't, if you don't let go of, of, and not just let go of what you want, but also let go of the way that you want to get it. Why? Because the longer, the longer the process and the longer the sacrifice, the greater the self-control. Because the more you have to separate yourself from it. And a lot of times we want to trick ourselves and tell ourselves that we're dead to something. But we, but we wake up every day thinking about it. You know, and, and again, can you, can you desire? Yes, you can. But if you're always thinking about it, do you really think if you're going to be offered that, that you have the ability to say no? Here's another thing. Death to self is the secret of constantly answered prayers. Death to self is the secret to accurate prophetic words. When you go up to someone and you, you're willing to die to whether you're going to make a mistake or not, to whether you look bad or not, all of a sudden, power bursts through you. It's, it's, it's when you let go of, of what, is it, what, what is in the way, which is yourself, your own concern, your own. The truth is, we lack revelation because there's too much of ourselves that we're entertaining and we're feeding, and that's the truth. Let go of some of yourself, you will immediately get revelation because God is waiting for you to empty yourself to some measure for him to fill you with himself to some measure. You know, everything in the kingdom is measurements, right? If you sow, if you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. By the same measure you judge, you shall be judged. Everything, to everyone, I give a measure of faith to everyone. You know, so the thing is that it's, it's, it's what you choose to, to invest. And the thing is that when you stop dying to yourself, you forget the power and the freedom. And this is what happens when the enemy makes you think that dying to yourself is, 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 is difficult and there's no freedom in it. You're, you're, you're going to avoid it. You're going to forget the power. And this is the ultimate power is not miracles. The ultimate power is not the raising of the dead. The ultimate power is being formed into Christ. That is the greatest power that has ever existed. This is, this is the power that God spoke about since the Old Testament. And when he said, I will put my spirit in them and cause them to live my statutes. 
This is the great, this is what Jesus was excited about. He was like, the true worshipers are going to worship in spirit and truth. And, and you know what I mean? And they will no longer go to this mountain. And they would, what does that mean? That means that, yeah, singing songs is part of it. But also, when your lifestyle is, 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 is you are living according to the truth in the spirit. When you're living according to the truth in the spirit, your life is worship. But, but you're only going to live according to the truth when you're dying to the lie. And the truth is that we are constantly justifying lies within ourselves. That's just, it, it, it's so much our nature, we don't care to know how much of, our, of it. Truth is, we, we, no, we would rather not stop here and think about how much we've been doing that. Because that's just, it's our nature to just want to deny and want to like, right? So, but when, when you die to yourself, when, when you say, when you mean the words, God, nevertheless, your will be done, not mine. Let me tell you something. There is nothing that you won't pray that God won't answer. There is nothing that you that you won't pray that God won't answer. There is nothing. There is nothing that when 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 God sees that you're willing to. In other words, your ego doesn't have to be appeased. In other words, you 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 aren't valuing your your like your internal value system is not based on how well you performed that day, how good God blessed you that day. How much he used you that day. Because then God knows that he's just feeding an idol. God knows he's empowering the self. Right? And then the self. And why? So, and, and then you know, you know how we, we like to accuse God. Why can't God just bless me? Because then God would be cursing you. And the Bible says all good gifts come from the father of lights. Meaning that, 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 that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it. Meaning Satan gives blessings. Satan gives gifts. If it says all good gifts comes from the Father of lights, that means there's bad gifts. That means that there's bad gifts. And so this is, this is why Satan has been deceiving so many people. Because so many people have been allied to themselves and they've been getting bad gifts that are wrapped in goodness. And they don't understand that God, that, 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 that God would bless them through sacrifice. And they would experience power and freedom. But the, the truth is, in today's day and age, most people cannot die to public opinion. Most people can't die to, to the, 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 the rejection of their... This is why whenever you accept rejection, God shows up. This is why when you're willing to look like a fool, God shows up. This is why when, when, whenever you cry out to... When, see, this is why humility... The reason why humility... One of the reasons why humility attracts God is because humility is death to self. Humility brings you to a point. See, when you're not humble, you need you need things your way. When you're not humble, you 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 have to have things packaged. When you're not humble, then, then it, God needs to take you to God needs to take you to an altar where He manifests and reminds you why you should walk with Him. When you're not humble, God, you need to go. You need to get free tickets to a conference, and then you'll serve God. When you're, you know what I mean. When you're not humble, you put conditions on God, and what what that is actually doing is it isn't just limiting God; it's also limiting yourself. It's limiting your destiny. It's limiting power, and this is why so many Christians nowadays are just natural. They're natural. They're complainative. They're stuck. You know what I mean? They, they, they you know, they, they want to go from one movement to the next. Because they don't know how to, and listen, I don't mean this the wrong way, and I hope you, you know, I, I don't know how this sounds. Maybe it sounds wrong. Maybe, maybe there is some pride that I need to repent of. I don't know. But, like, I, I love conferences. I love there is a time and place for collective fire. But by the grace of the living God, 
by his grace, the most radical, crazy, bombastic, insane moments I have had are with him alone in my room. The, the, the craziest retreats. I have a retreat in my room. And I don't mean that to like, it's just the truth. What do you, you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, I know the Father, and if I say I do not, I will be a liar like you. So I'm not going to say I don't know the Father, because then I'd be a liar. And I'm not going to say that he doesn't manifest in my room like crazy style to the point that there is a jealousy, to a point that, 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 that I, don't, I, I can't look at any movement or anything as godlike. I can't, because what is godlike is God himself in intimacy. Now, can I receive? Of course I can. Do I see men and women as godly? Of course I do. But, I'm, but I, what I mean is, is that isn't the source for me. And so what happens is when, 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 when we're humble, we're willing for God to do things his way, which is why sometimes he has to break us down and humble us. He has to allow exterior things in his sovereignty because we're no longer listening to him on the inside. So, so he has to, uh, 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 and, and how does it happen? How do you develop a deaf ear? Well, a deaf ear, and we don't hear a lot of talk about this, is the Lord nudges you, the Lord convicts you, the Lord whispers, the Lord deals with you, and the Lord finds a way for you to know that it's Him. But when you, but when you choose to not listen once, and then you choose to not listen twice, by the third or fourth time, you're okay. You don't feel any fear about not listening. And then, and then, and then, this is how Christians come out of their first love because they trade the the, the voice of conviction. For, for, for the recognition of their church community. They trade the voice of conviction, conviction right, for a promotion, for a pat on the back, for, for a, a blessing, a quote-unquote blessing. They trade, they trade the, the see, if, if, you would, if you would obey God in the little, you would know his voice even if you didn't hear words. I'm not saying that you have to hear words. People over-mystify sometimes the things of God. You know, you know how you, listen, if you are saved, you heard the voice of God. Maybe you didn't hear words, but the Bible says that the, the Holy Spirit came to the world to convict the world of sin. How could the Holy Spirit convict you of sin if there's no way for you to understand it? If you can't understand that he's convicting you or what he's convicting you of, then how, do, how does he do it? He doesn't have to speak words. He convicts you. And you know. But what happens is when you, when you, choose, you choose to take yourself off the cross, you choose to, to, to live, to enjoy this and enjoy that, you choose to. Then what happens is you start becoming deaf and you start losing the sensitivity and fear of God. Because as you've heard me say, the fear of God is directly connected to awareness of God. You fear God as much as you are aware of him. You know, you fear God as according to how real he is to you. Your level of fear of God is based on how real God is to you. What do I mean by that? Fear of God is dependency on, on God. You depend on God based on how much you think he's real and relevant to whatever you're dealing with in the moment. You know what I mean? If not, you're not going to ask him because he's not relevant to you. So that's the fear of God is based on awareness of God, right? The Bible says the fear of God is to hate evil. How can you hate evil without sensitivity to the Holy Spirit? How can you hate evil without conviction of the Holy Spirit? So what happens is we lose the voice of God. And what does the Bible says? Those that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Why are these are the sons of God? Because when you're allowing him to convict you, you're becoming like the son of God. Because, because it becomes your pleasure 
to take his, his judgments inward. So you burn with his judgments and power and fire is not going to be an issue for someone that is saying change me. For someone that is saying confront me. For someone that is saying not my will, your will. And, 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 and your prayers are going to have power and your words are going to have power because you're, you're, you're letting go of yourself. Which means by default you're living by faith. Which is why the Bible says anything that is not done by faith is sin. What does that mean? Anything that is not done in acknowledgement of God. Anything that is not done in dependency of God. Do you guys understand? It's, it's, it's sin. It leads to sin or directly is sin. You know, so this is why like, like, like God is wanting us to be willing to die. You know, like, like if you want me to work, I work. You want me not to work, I don't work. You want me to, you know, because... There's the permissible will of God, and the Western church is addicted to that. The Western church loves the permissible will of God that, that you can live this life, and then, and, then, and then when you die, you know, make it to heaven. You know, but then there was a purpose and a destiny. The Bible says if one is weak, we're all weak. If one is, <laughs> if one is strong, we're all strong. If you're obeying God, your life is going to alert me to, to the reality of God. And might cause me to obey God more, which will cause someone else to obey God more. If you're not obeying God, then it, then, then it, then it, could, it, could, it could comfort my flesh in disobeying God or not obeying God. Check this out. Not pursuing God for, to be able to do His will is disobeying God. Not pursuing Him to be able to know how to please Him is disobedience. It is sin. And it's not presenting yourself... This is why you, gotta, you have to present yourself. And then God does a new thing. He does a new thing. You know, and when we're willing to, to and yes, you can, you can desire. You know, I desire the calling that God has for me. I desire, you know, the, the, the building that he has promised me. But if God says no today, I have joy, I have fire, I have, I have passion, I'm happy, I have vision. I, I'm, I'm, today, my, my passion is not contingent upon the manifestation of what God said. Or do, do you understand? And when we're not, this is why Apostle Paul said, I've learned to be content in all things, in having and in not having. What does that mean? What does that mean? In a sense, it's I'm in control, which really means God's in control. Right? Because his life is surrendered. What does that mean? What do I mean by that? Meaning the circumstances have nothing to do with how I feel. Which is why Apostle Paul was a lion. He was ferocious. Ferocious. The ship wrecked, crashed on an island. He turned it into a miracle crusade. You know? A, a snake bit him. Someone in their emotions would be miserable. You know? He, he, didn't, even, he didn't even pray for healing for himself. He was annoyed. He brushed off the snake because he knew Satan wanted his attention. He knew that it was fear. Coronavirus. You know what I mean? He knew that it was fear. For real. Because that snake had venom. Furthermore, it came out of the fire, which means it bit him really hard. Because the snake bit him with fear. You know what I mean? And he, and he, and he, and he just brushed it off. And annoyed with the devil, he said, bring the sick people to me. I've learned to be content in all things. This is what God is trying to mold us into. You know, people that, 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 that you carry faith wherever you go so it doesn't, the circumstances don't have to be defined. The place you physically go to doesn't have to be defined because things are going to bend to the will of God. Things are going to bend in your favor. God's sovereignty is going to move a prison door open. God's sovereignty is going to shift the people that decide about your life. 
God's sovereignty is going to, and if it, it didn't happen today, God's sovereignty is working to make sure it happens tomorrow. God is always moving when we're willing, when we're willing, when we say, God, I am willing, send me. When, you, when, you, when we tell God, I am willing, God is automatically moving. Right when you tell God, this is what the angel said. As soon as you inclined your heart to obey, your prayer was answered. What is the angel saying? As soon as you shifted your heart, I physically moved. <laughs> I, I physically had, was sent. Something happened in your heart, I physically moved. You know, so this is the power of death to self. When, 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 when you go and you, and this is, this is one of the, the secrets in moving in the spirit of revelation. You know, a lot of times when we hung out, you know, for years we hung out, and we're just hanging out and we're having fun and boom, boom, boom. You know when the spirit of revelation starts flowing? Because I started, I started to pay attention to it. I started to pay attention because I, I started to wonder why. Why does this happen? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? And I started to pay attention, and I was like, something in my heart would shift where my intention became to benefit others. And I wasn't thinking of myself. This is why there is no greater force than love, because love... Causes, produces death to self, faith. It produces everything in one shot because it gets your mind off of you and empowers you for others. That's why love is so dynamic where the Satan has no answer for love. He has no, absolutely no answer for it because it's, 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 love is the ability to just empty yourself of yourself. It's the ability to let go. It's the ability to let go. You know, so... When, when, when you go up to someone and you, and, you, and, and you pray for a healing or you pray for a miracle, you pray for prophetic work, die to yourself. Pray, Lord, your will be done. Lord, I don't care how I look. Lord, I don't care what this person says. I don't care if I make a mistake. And watch how the power of God comes through you. But as long as we're like, I need to learn this more. I need to feel more of the anointing. I need to feel more confident. I need to, you know, which is why I've been calm with my disciples. But I never allowed that. And when we start going on again, I'm not going to allow it. Because I already, I understand what that is. Your flesh is not going to give you permission to obey God. You want me to come into agreement with your flesh? Your flesh is going to say no. So then when you're like, no, no, I don't feel anything. Oh, yeah, right. Of course, it's your flesh. Of course, you're not going to feel anything. You know, your flesh is going to tell me again. When I ask you again, around the corner, again, you're going to say, no, I don't feel anything. You know, because, because you're not dying to yourself. You're alive to, I don't feel anything. I don't have the word. And so, did you guys just catch what I said? It's not about, it's not about feeling a word or, or, or you know how people act like, oh man, you're trying to get me to prophesy when I don't feel anything. And that's wrong. And ooh, you're wrong. You know that whole thing? No, 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 no. Listen, you don't feel anything because you're not dying to yourself. This is why you can always prophesy because as soon as you die to yourself, God will speak. As soon as you desire him and others, him and others, him and others, others and him, him and others, others and him, there's no stop to the flow. The flow doesn't stop. It just doesn't stop. There's no stop to the flow. And then God eventually waters you. And these are things that Satan can't control. When you're dead to yourself and you're a living sacrifice, Satan can't control that. He can only try to stop you from doing that. He can only try to convince you or compel you to be alive to yourself. This is what he was doing to Jesus. When he was like, look, I'll give you what you want. I'll give you what your flesh wants. I'll give you what your flesh wants. I know what your flesh wants. And it's crazy because he actually used the vision of God to tempt Jesus. Meaning, means Jesus both desired it and was dead to it. He was dead to it. He said, no, on God's, on the Father. You know, he quoted the word, waited for the Father's timing, do it the Father's way. But he desired it. You know, like, so you can desire something and God will bless you for it. And sometimes we get hurt with God. I'm sure this isn't. 
anyone here, but sometimes we get hurt with God. You know, I've been, when I, when I was immature spiritually, like, you know, I'll be honest, sometimes we get hurt with God, or we just feel hurt in general, because we're like, God, I've been through so much, I've been through this, I've been through that. You know, why, like, I've been through so much, why can't you just give it to me this way? You know, and why can't you, and then, and, and then, you know, like a spoiled kid, and God is saying, if I do, then I'm out of character. Which is why the book of Revelation says, for he cannot deny himself. Mm. One, which God doesn't even have to explain that. He doesn't have to explain why he doesn't do things, and yet he does. He's, he's the most humble. <laughs> for he cannot deny himself. In other words, I can't do things out of my own character. I can't. What do you, you want me to come into agreement with sin? If I give it to you the way you want it, it's going to be way too pleasurable for you right now. And that's going to consume you. And then what happens is you're going to get in the habit of governing yourself. And this is not going to get better because I allowed you to have something the way you wanted or when you wanted. This is going to get worse. You don't see the end from the beginning. You don't, you don't, God, God is, 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 he's molding us for the end. You know, he's preparing us for where he's taking us, not where we are. You know, you don't see, you don't see the end from the beginning. You don't see, I'm going to, I'm preparing you to give you what you're going to want. I'm preparing, I'm preparing you to give you what you, who you were always destined. You know that when you were young, some of us, we had a feeling of, we, I don't know if you, because I did when I was young, I had a feeling that I just had, always had that feeling that somehow, my, somehow, even though I wasn't even saved, somehow my life was going to impact the world. I just always had that feeling. And you know, you carry that feeling and God is trying to bring it to fruition. And, we, and, we, and we're arguing with God about the very thing that's going to delay that thing to come to pass. You know, because we don't want to, because, so, so, so then if God is promising it to me, why do I have to die to myself? If God is saying that he's going to bring it, why do I have to die to myself? If God is saying he's going to do it, why do, you have to, why do I have to die to myself? Because it can't just be that it's from God. It has to be when God wants it and how God wants it so that it is not just from God, it's for God. And it isn't just for you. And it's for God. And when it's for God, why does God need, need all the glory? Well, he deserves all the glory and the glory belongs to him, number one. Number two, when God is glorified, it means something has been offered for, for something has been offered to every person alive. When God does something for a person, that's just for you. You can put it on Instagram and show off. When God is glorified, that means it has just officially been offered to everyone alive. When God is glorified, it's offered to everyone. Because God is not a respecter of persons. God, God does something in your life to provoke others. And, and, and not only does he do it to provoke others, he does it to provoke you for more. God is always trying to give more of himself. But the thing is, even though he's trying to give more of himself, most of the time we're just wanting more of ourselves. And we're wanting, and we're wanting to make deals with God and stay alive. And this is why the church is lacking power. Number one, because we're doing business with the glory of God, like the Bible says that Lucifer did when, when, when God confronted him and said, you have been making trade with the worship. He was making trade. He was doing business. He was, he was taking, stealing some of the glory of God. You know, and this is, this is the number one reason, and we don't, we don't want to admit it. It's the dirty secret of the church. It's the dirty secret of the church because taking God's glory feels oh so good. Being just, you know, just, you know, being given the credit for the fire and that it just, shh, 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 sh
They'll say anything. So that you know you're like, wow, we're offense. Wow. And then you're like, you know, and then we're doing business with the glory of God. And this is why we haven't reached, we haven't reached, and also because we still don't understand life. We still don't understand existence. We still don't understand why we're here. The Bible says, don't you know that you will judge angels? Yeah. Like, in other words, you're not supposed to be natural. Like, we still haven't realized what this is about, who we are, what we're called to be, what life is. You know what I mean? We, we're still living as if, as if we're like everyone else and we're going to die and that's it. We're still, we're not, you know, like this is eternal life that we may know you, the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you, you have sent. We're just, we're just going to work and watching the days go by so that when we get off of work, we could rest and we could enjoy ourselves. Like this is not, God, God didn't, God made you to be, uh, 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 for you to, 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 to be what everybody wants to watch. God, God, for him to be glorified, you know, God wants to, you know, but, but if we choose to not die to ourselves and we choose this was the secret with the rich man the rich man said he followed the commandments but the rich man was unwilling to die to himself you, you know he said what must I do to be saved which shows you you can't please God according to principles if you're not following him the, the, the principles you're practicing mean nothing if they're not coming from intimacy and so he said sell your you know your riches but he didn't want to die to himself and the truth is not only was he testing him for salvation he was testing him and giving him, giving him more riches because right after that, he said, there is no one living that doesn't give this, that doesn't get it a hundred times. So he was testing his character so that he would be dead to the riches he has. So that he would learn to not live by riches because as long as he had riches, he would never learn how to live by faith. And this is why we're in the process that we're in. Because when you learn how to live by faith, it's not that God wants you to suffer. He doesn't want you to be wealthy. It's that when you learn how to live by faith, you, know how, you, you learn how to live dependent on God. And when you know how to live dependent on God, no one can ever take God from you. No one will ever succeed. The Antichrist will come now and he will not succeed. Because you're full of faith. Death to self is a magnet for God. You want God to show up? Say, Lord, your will be done, not mine. Make things up for you to die with. I'm serious. Lord, if you want me to die at this show, God didn't tell you nothing about that show. <laughs> Lord, you want me to die to watching sports? Make things up. Watch God show up. Be willing, though. I'm not saying that you're going to lie to God, you know? Lord, Lord, you want me to give up eating this? Watch God show up. When we're willing to die to ourselves, it gives God an opportunity to show us something new. To show us an aspect of ourselves that's new. And I just, that's, I feel like this is like something that you know, that God, like, it, 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 it's sad, really, that so much of the body of Christ lives without power. So much of the body of Christ lives without power. You know why? Because you're not, Jesus, you're not praying a manipulative prayer when you're praying something that is not the will of God. If you end the prayer with your will be done, not mine. You're not, when you're praying a manipulative prayer, when you're declaring and binding and loosing it, you're not submitting it to God. But Jesus did that. Jesus didn't pray and manipulate prayer. He said, if it's possible, remove this cup. Nevertheless, your will be done in our mind. Pray those prayers and watch God show up. Watch God give you immediate confirmation. Watch God speak to you quickly. Lord, not my will, your will be done. You, it attracts God. Death to self attracts God. Lord, do you want me to call these people that offended me? Do you want me to? It attracts God. 
And not only does it attract God, now, now because you're so willing to obey, God has to make sure that you don't, you don't, with the intentions to obey, do things in error. And you force God to give you revelation. You didn't just hear what I said. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear Him, and I will show them my covenant. In other words, I will give them revelation of what I'm going to give them. Covenant, when you make a covenant with someone, they have what you have, and you have what they have. So God is saying, I will show them my covenant, meaning I'm going to take your sin and I'm going to give you this. Let me show that. I'm going to show you through experience. I'm going to show you my covenant. Take, I'm going to take your, your ashes and, and look, I'm going to show you my covenant. I take what's yours, you take what's mine. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. Fear is surrender, dependency. I'm willing, Lord. Where are you, Lord? Do not hide yourself, Lord. Lord, what is this wall between us? Is it my fault, Lord? Lord, break it down, Lord. Lord, speak to me, Lord. Give me the grace, Lord. Let me find you, Lord. I'm not going to leave here till you show up, Lord. Help me hear you, Lord. Anything else is, is, is natural and religion. It's us doing things in our strength. Anything is doing things in your strength, it's going to fail. Eventually, it's going to fail, even if it's skilled. Eventually, it's just not, it's not going to have the end result. It's not going to have a supernatural end result. You know, so I just, like, God is, 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 I think it's prophetic because this is something that the Lord has been speaking to me about, and I think I'm, I'm going to share more on it, but desire, man, dream, 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 but also die to that dream so that you govern that dream, and that dream doesn't govern you. By the time Joseph had the dream, he knew how to handle his brothers that betrayed him. He knew how to handle his father. He knew how to handle the Pharaoh. He knew how to handle the entire empire, how to run it, spoke Egyptian, knew how to obey God, knew how to establish favor for generations, knew how to protect his people. And that all came from death to self. Because he had the dream, desired the dream, but was brought to the place that he died to the dream. And the dream was the seed that fell to the ground and died and multiplied. This is, this is why, like I've said, multiplication happens when we give back to God what already belongs to him. When God gave it to you for you to nurture it, and then he asked for it back, that's when multiplication happens. But we want, you know what we want? We want, uh, we want growth, not multiplication. We want, we want increase, you know? We want success. Now, multiplication means something left, something from God left you and walks away with someone else. And so God gives you more. It's, it's something really supernatural. It's something Satan fears. It's, it's multiplication is one of the reasons you're alive on this earth. That's why God told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply and take dominion. And, and so when you do that both in the spirit and the natural it's Satan's worst nightmare. Satan can't multiply. He has the number of demons he has, and that's it. He can use those demons. But he can, he can corrupt people, which is a form of it, but it's not real multiplication. He can't do that. Only God could do that. That comes from the image and the likeness of God. The ability to multiply. This is why GMO seeds are stopping multiplication. This is why all the technology are co is coming against multiplication. This is why these hybrid fish are being released and they're stopping multiplication. Because Satan hates multiplication. Multiplication, the Antichrist spirit wants to stop multiplication. 
This is why gay marriage is a prophetic representation of the end of multiplication. This is why homosexuality is a representation of the end of multiplication. It's, it's, it's because that, that is a way of saying, I can stop God. But when, we, but, when we, but when we die to our will, we become the seed of seed that falls to the ground and dies and multiplies. This is why Jesus could say, could say, you say the harvest is coming. I say to you, look up, the harvest is here. Why? Because he was the seed that died and multiplied and the harvest was there because he had just died. You know, so, so like, we need to be willing. And when, when we're willing, God is going to multiply our fruit and then we'll be fruitful, multiply, and take dominion. 